I'm a big, big fan of using a task manager to keep on top of all of my to-dos. So in this episode, I'm taking a look at the latest version of Apple Reminders on my phone and MacBook. Hi, I'm Julian and welcome to another episode from Productivity Matters. This show is all about getting the best out of your day through the better use of productivity tools and discussing the various methods you can use to incorporate into your daily routines. If you're new here, then welcome. And if you've listened before, then welcome back. Task managers are crucial if you have a to-do list as long as your arm, or even if you have a small list of jobs. In fact, Capturing your to-dos is critical to making sure you work effectively and efficiently. In getting everything out of your head and into your system means you can spend time doing rather than trying to remember what it is you actually need to do. Now I've been quite a heavy user of Todoist for over a year or so and recently I decided to take a look and see what the Apple Reminders app could do for me. This came about because I started to re-evaluate my own system and the calendar app that I use. More on that a little bit later. I've always said that chopping and changing apps can be detrimental to your productivity. Rather than doing your work, you're spending time playing about with your system where the system should be working for you. I planned in some time to take a long hard look at Apple Reminders so that it wouldn't have a negative effect on my productivity. Okay, so what's new in Apple Reminders? I say new, this version was launched along with iOS 13 back in September 2019. Firstly, the user interface has had a makeover and it looks so much better than its predecessor. When you launch the app, you're presented with four tiles at the top or on the left if you're using it on your iPad or Mac. First of all, there's today, which unsurprisingly is the uh, number of tasks for today. And next there is scheduled. Any task that has a date or time attached to it are displayed here. Well, the quantity is. And on the second row is all and flagged. As the title suggests, all will show you all of the tasks in the app. Flagged to those that you have, yeah, you guessed it, flagged so they stand out. And beneath these tabs, you'll find the lists. The default is reminders. This is where all the tasks go if you don't assign them to a specific list. You can change the name and the colour of this and all of the lists. It's actually quite customisable. That's a look at the overall app. Let me explain how to create a list, which is quite simple as clicking on add list. You'll be presented with a screen to enter the list name. You can select a colour and an icon to represent it. It could be a shopping basket, for example, for a shopping list, or a music symbol for a list of music. It's totally your choice. Now you want to add some tasks to your list. Select the list you want to add to, and then click on New Reminder. You could also tap anywhere on the screen to bring up the entry point. Type your task heading, and if you like, add an emoji, make it easy for you to see and understand. Click return to finish and a new line will appear so that you can, if you want, add another task. Touch on the first task you entered. Select the information symbol there on the far right and this will open up a whole new dialog box where you can capture more information and set reminders and more. For example, remind me on a day will default to today and then you can set a time for the reminder to pop up. If this is a recurring task, you can select the repeat pattern here too. 
Now, reminders can also use your location to remind you when you arrive at a particular place. Now, I often do this for when I'm getting off the tram sometimes. My phone knows where it is and the reminder pops up. There is an option to select when you get in or out of your car too, although I've not tried that one yet. You can set a reminder to appear when you're chatting with someone in messages. Again, something that I've not used, but it does seem it could be quite helpful. Towards the bottom of the screen, there are three more settings, which are completely optional. The first is flagged, and this will ensure your reminder is included in the flagged tile on the home app, uh, the app's home screen. Then there's priority, from a level of low, medium or high, or none. If you remember when I talked about the Eisenhower matrix some time ago as a way to decide priorities, this can be used in that way. And the last option is list, so you can select which list this task should be a member of. Now I know you selected it to begin with, but you may want to change your mind later. It's important that tasks aren't too big and that you break them down into manageable chunks so that they are more achievable. So you can also add subtasks within the Reminders app and these sit underneath the main task. When you view your list, you'll see a small arrow indicating there are subtasks associated. When you look at your list of lists, the number of tasks does, does include these subtasks and you have the option to add images too. As a quick step, when you select a task, a bar appears above the keyboard with some shortcut keys. A clock, where you can set the date and time for completing the task. There's a location indicator to quickly set where you, where you want to be reminded. A flag to quickly toggle the flag on or off. And the camera icon, where you can add pictures either from the camera, your albums, or scan a document. One more thing. If you swipe left from a task, you can either flag it from there or you can delete it. Another way to make managing your tasks quite simple. Let's take a look at the options that you have within each list. And you can get to this via the three dots at the top of the screen when you're actually in the list. First of all, you can change the name and the appearance, update the name, add an emoji, make it your own. I've mentioned this earlier. You can also choose a small icon or a shape to apply to that list. The next option is Add People, which is great to share your list with your partner or a work colleague. They will need to be using an Apple device, as this is an Apple app you can't share with non-Apple users, which is a shame, but that's the way it is. It does mean it's not as flexible as using a cross-platform solution such as Todoist. It's an ideal way to keep a shopping list up to date. The next in the menu is self-explanatory. It's Delete List. It does what it says and will delete any task associated with it, so take care with this one. Select Reminders allows you to choose certain items in the list to take a couple of actions, either to remove them uh, to another list or to bulk delete them. And finally, there's an option to Show Completed. This displays all of the tasks that you've marked as done, in case you need to look something up. Of course, when this is selected, the next time you see the menu, it will say Hide Deleted. Where you may have lists that relate to the same subject, then it is possible to create groups. And when you create a group, you then add individual lists to that group which contain the tasks, which is pretty much like managing a project. For example, I have a group called Routines, and in there, there are three lists, daily, weekly, and monthly. And within this, I have each recurring task set up. In fact, let me tell you a bit more about how I have the app set up. Bearing in mind, there are no tags available to use in Reminders. I've gone down the route of five main lists. This week, 
next week, this month, next month, and long-term tasks. I also renamed my default list from Reminders to Inbox. This is where all new tasks go before I triage them into their relevant lists. Now, as you may know, capturing tasks is one of the most important parts of keeping on top of your productivity. I have a task in my routines group to review my tasks every day and this is when I will move tasks to the relevant lists if necessary and to also look at the long-term long tasks, those that could be referred to as my someday tasks. It's working well for me so far. One last thing, you can of course use Siri to add and update reminders. You can add to specific lists, ask Siri to show you a list, create a flagged reminder and even mark a task as complete. Now I thought I'd be disappointed after the full feature set of Todoist, and don't get me wrong, it's not quite in the same league, but it certainly isn't a lame duck. If you have an iPhone, an iPad or a MacBook, and you haven't looked at reminders before, maybe now's the time to see how it can work for you. Now compared to Todoist, this is very light in terms of functionality. There is no gamification, such as the karma that's given as you use the app, add and complete tasks, and there's no setting daily or weekly targets. You can't add tags, but there is some basic natural language to capture due dates. And the other missing element is the ability to create filters, so being able to filter based on a date or a priority isn't possible. Having said that, the tile for scheduled tasks does show all tasks with a due date, so that will help. One other downside is the inability to add a task on the Reminders homepage. You have to go into a list to add a task. That, to me, is a bit of a miss in terms of making it quick to add something. One thing I do like is the ability to add accounts, such as my Outwork Outlook 365 account. I can add tasks using Outlook and they appear as a separate account within the Reminders app. And it's possible to add and update notes in either place, which are then synchronised too. Considering this is a free app, as in it's included in iOS and macOS, it's a real improvement on the previous incarnation. At the beginning of this episode, I mentioned that I started to review my system on the basis that the calendar app that I've been using, Fantastical 2, has recently been updated to Fantastical 3 and it comes with a Fantastical price. I've brought Apple Calendar out of hibernation and put it on my home screen on my phone and MacBook. Fantastical 2 has, for the moment, been relegated, not deleted. I've just turned off the notifications and I've turned on Apple Calendar. It is no Fantastical 3, but a calendar is a calendar, no? Cosmetically, they are miles apart. Functionally, I can see my appointments. Let's see if I can get used to it. Watch this space. That's all for this episode. Hopefully you found something interesting and if you have any comments, then I'd love to hear from you. Just message me via the link in the show notes. Please don't forget to subscribe where you normally listen to your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, please remember, productivity matters. <laughs>